Today's episode is one of the pandemic self-care Facebook Live conversations I've had uh, early on when the pandemic first hit back in March and April. 36 amazing, beautiful podcast guests who had previously been on the show had joined me for these pandemic self-care live conversations. So I am sharing them now in the audio version. All right. Until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. All right. It says we're live on Facebook. So hey, everybody, it's Terry Welbrock, host of the Healing Place podcast. So today I'm very excited to have Susie Ross, PhD with me to have another pandemic self-care conversation. So welcome, Susie. Welcome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you again. I told you a while ago when we were talking and chatting before we went live that stalked your uh, your website and yeah, I got your bio and just such great works. Can I read the bio, the bio info for everyone? Sounds great. Yeah. So therapist, consultant, professor, author, facilitator of learning, personal growth, and healing, which is yay, awesome stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, and you have, yeah, so you, well, one of the things that we talked about was an author, you have a book out and it's uh, The Map to Wholeness. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so talk to people a little bit about you and what it is you're doing. Uh, okay, uh, well, I am a professor in my day job and um, it, the, the particular discipline is recreation therapy, which is a holistic body-mind-spirit intervention in hospitals, uh, prisons, nursing homes, pediatrics, therapeutic camps, parks and recreation wow. all over the place. And um, we use play as medicine. So anytime uh, someone is having a difficult time, body, mind, or spirit in rehab, mental health, uh, or they have a disability, uh, my students learn how to be a recreation therapist to help people to enjoy their life, but also to become healthier through play. So that's what I do in my day job. And then uh, as a part of my life's work is um, the analysis of transformation and the psychology of life-changing experience. And so that's the topic of my, my book, The Map to Wholeness is all about my research about the process of transformation. How beautiful and wonderful and I love it. I worked in a mental health agency and um, yeah, working with kiddos and how much play and a lot of the therapists on staff uh, utilize play as, uh, as a healing tool for the kids. And it was just wonderful to see that in action. Mm, fantastic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, beautiful. All right, so let's talk about some pandemic self-care stuff and strategies that uh, you can offer up to people. Uh, well, I think when I was reflecting about what I might be talking about today to be of service to others um, is, is that uh, is what I'm calling tools for transformation. And so uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, when this all started getting really bad, uh, I was exercising in the morning, which is kind of my daily meditation time. And uh, it really became obvious to me on that day that I really need to create a, a video every day um, to be to help my have my work be of service. And so I call it tools for transformation. And uh, in doing those, I'm sure you found this that in, in doing these little daily videos, uh, it was it's been a very good teacher for me because it's helping me to sift through the fine details of transformation from this and, and how 
my work can can literally help on a daily basis. So for example, right now um, we're in the whole world is in a life changing experience. Right. And the life changing experience is phase three of 13 phases of transformation. So my research showed that transformation happens through these 13 phases in the shape of a figure eight. And um, so the first part of transformation is the upper part of a figure eight. And that's what the whole world is in right now. We're in the apex of that eight in phase three, which is the life-changing experience. So, uh, so when I'm giving these tools for transformation, uh, over the last 20 days I've been doing, today's day 21 of the tools, I think of all the tools that I've given so far, I believe that the most important one is, is to help people to understand uh, that what the world is going through is actually an initiation into the feminine. So I want to say some more. Yeah. So in, in, in across time and across many cultures, you know, they, there are traditional rites of passage or initiation. And those were the old ways of, um, of facilitating transformation on purpose, where the wise one, would, the elder would be leading the initiate through the process of transformation. And the, the mechanism to do that was a rite of passage. And those rites of passage can be kind of divided into two major types. The first type is um, more of a masculine initiation. And those are the ones that we kind of hear about or, or know about. And that's the, the hero's journey. That's, um, that's the, the quest where, you, where the initiate leaves home and they go on a journey to find themselves, but also to, to seek a vision or to learn or to become something greater than they had been before. And during that initiation is, is an outward movement it's very visible to others. Other people know that you're out on that quest and it's kind of sexy and uh, you get challenges and all sorts of things and you come home. Right. And that's kind of like the, the hero's journey type of the upper part of the figure eight in my research. So um, that's one uh, pathway that, that most is, is the most well-known. But the other pathway is the is the initiation of the feminine. And that is the oldest, so the oldest myth on the earth is, is a feminine initiation, Inanna's initiation. And in the feminine initiation tends to be where the initiate goes into uh, a cave or a hut, and then they sit in the darkness and, they, and they, there's very little movement there's very little uh, interaction to no interaction with others. And, and it's time to go into the darkness and to go within. And so hopefully you're starting to get the parallels yeah. that all around the world right now, everyone of course is being forced to be in their home and, and to dwell, to have very little movement and, to, and that those conditions cause us to go within, whether we want to or not, just by virtue of the lack of movement and also being in the home. Yeah. So you can see now that the entire world is going through an initiation into the feminine where there's this indwelling 
uh, phenomena. So why, why is that important? Because the feminine initiation is about be, becoming and embodying that the, the earth, really, self as feminine. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, of course. Uh, what's happening to us is, is that we are becoming embodiments of feminine. And, and what's really exciting is, of course, over the last many centuries, uh, the human race, by and large, has embodied the masculine. You know, we've, we as a, as a humanity have, for the, by and large, have become capable of embodying the masculine, going outward, conquering, you know, being strong, being courageous, being brave, you know, being hardened and, and, uh, and in spite of it all. And, uh, and uh, just a lot of movement. And, uh, and uh, that's not what the feminine is. And uh, the lack of movement that we're having right now is playing a very important role in, uh, our, in forcing us to soften and to slow, obviously, to slow down immensely, to soften and to open and, and to go within. All of those things are critical for that feminine initiation because the process itself develops your feminine. So the, the, the process that we're undergoing is causing us to become into that embodiment. Uh, that, that to me is extremely exciting uh, because of course the, the eventuality for humanity is to develop the masculine, develop the feminine and in so doing, a union of of the both within, which oh my is gosh, of course, I was just I was going to ask yeah. that. Like, yes. is is the ideal to have to have gone through both processes and both initiations, and to, and to just to be this this combination of of the of the um, benefits of both? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the whole point. I mean, Carl Jung, the famous psychologist. Uh, you know, the inner marriage is, it was the goal uh, for all of us. Um, and that, that development of both the masculine and feminine, and then the union of that within us, so that, um, so that we are balanced and whole, and wholeness is the goal. And um, that's really amazing, because, um, you know, the research that, uh, that is the foundation of my book, uh, surprising outcomes from the research showed that the whole process of transformation uh, is, is just that, that um, transformation before my research was always defined more in the realm of the hero's journey type of thing, where there's a beginning, middle and end, uh, and then it's over, you're transformed, uh, this masculine journey. But in fact, um, what came out of the research that I did was that was just half of transformation. And then if you don't do the second half, you don't transform. And uh, so I call the lower half of the figure eight, the hidden half of transformation that's been hidden for, you know, hundreds of years, uh, if not longer. And if you put the upper, upper circle and the lower circle together, 
that's what creates the transformation. And the upper half is the masculine, the lower half is the feminine. When you do the whole figure eight, you're completely transformed and the process brings you both the integration of masculine and feminine and other polarities as well. Very cool. And a part of what I thought about what was, you know, envisioning the figure eight is um, that it's that, that infinite loop, right? And so I was going to ask, does transformation happen then the work is done? Or is it that you keep coming around to and learning new parts of, you know, continuing the journey, I guess, and you can stay on and learn more about the feminine and the masculine and continue that. Yep, exactly. The once once you complete a full transformation and and you stretch yourself uh, uh, more than you ever have and and you become another new you, then after you figure out uh, or finish a figure eight, then you just go into another one. Yeah. And, uh, so the, the most, uh, I interviewed a lady who was in her 90s and she transformed three times in, in one lifetime. Uh, so a transformation takes you know, a long time to make a whole new human being. Uh, somewhere around 15 years uh, seems to be the magic number. Awesome. Well, that, that's just fascinating to me. Yeah. And I love, well, I'm just such a research geek anyway. <laughs> so I just love learning these types of, uh, yeah, these philosophies and, but I completely understand. And I, I agree that um, there's just a shift occurring. And I think this situation, this pandemic has been a catalyst for um, creating, like you said, a lot of people going inward Um in learning about sitting with themselves. I, I had just put out a post um, I, yesterday or today uh, on the Facebook, the Healing Place podcast Facebook page, and it was something about sit with it, sit with it, sit with it. You know, sit with your emotions, whatever they are, because that's that's where the healing occurs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why the... The feminine uh, initiation is all about the sitting because when you really are dwelling and sitting and going within, that's you, the road to transformation for sure. Um, but the other thing that um, is really uh, important uh, with this this type of initiation uh, that we're all going through is um, is a detox. And, um, and I feel like that's the, the second most important thing for me to communicate is, is um, we're really going through a detox on many levels of an old way of being that's been very entrenched neurologically in our being on all yeah. levels of our being. And the detoxification uh, is, is uh, one of the important ones is detoxing from so much stimulation so when we're just in, in the house all the time, the amount of stimuli has just been radically reduced uh, in our lives. And that, so we're detoxing from all that stimulation all day long, all day long. Um, and then we're also detoxing. I think the most important detox that we're having is a detox from movement and that our body, mind, and spirit is so habituated to move, 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 move all the time moving, whether we want to be moving or not, 
our being is so habituated to movement. And so the lack of movement is so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> lack of stimulation is so uncomfortable. And, and in particular, also detoxing from interacting with other humans. Um, not that that, of course, it's, it's healthy to be around other humans, but just the, the, the drive to the social norms around being in, around other people all the time instead of this sort of social norm of, of, of a balance of solitude um, and it's amazing. So just noticing this detox and being gentle on ourselves because um, it really is a detox. Like our, cause our neurology is like, we gotta move, we gotta move. Yeah. We gotta see people, we, we need stimulation. Ah, and so the body, the nervous system, oh my gosh, you know, and um, it's, it's uh, profound that we're, that this isolation is happening for, and it will happen for so long yeah. because it will, we really will detox um, from these deeply ingrained uh, patterns and in our bodies. And, um, and then when we come out of it, our body is going to crave that quietness is going to crave the stillness it's going to crave the le the the less stimulation and wow what a totally different life it will be for us to crave that in our bodies and then um then the process of you know and work has to get done right so that's like a whole nother thing that so i i'm, I'm like i it's amazing to me because uh i'm going to get a chance to chronicle the process of transformation as the whole world goes through it. Yeah. Like right now we're in phase three. Some, you know, and 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 then pretty soon we're going to be in phase four. The whole world. Right. <laughs> so I'm. It's a little bit. It's like profound for me to think. Oh my God! I've spent 20 years studying transformation. And, and now like, here it is. And now here it is. But on a world, on a global level. Yeah. And, yeah, and I just and my book just got published in in January, so I'm like just oh coming out of my cave because I've been like it's just been me myself and my computer for like forever, <laughs> and so I'm not even used to talking to people except you know. So I'm right. like, does anybody want to talk about transformation? <laughs> so yeah, I love it. And you said two more two things that really struck with me just a moment ago, and. I've talked about this quite a bit in my own healing journey and on the podcast of two two mindsets that completely changed when I was in EMDR therapy, that completely changed. My, it just shifted. It was a life altering moment was you said, just notice and be gentle. And those two things were so powerful in, in my transition, my own personal transition. And it was a matter of just noticing the sensations that were arising or triggers that were happening or how certain meditation was working or how yoga impacted me or all of that, the healing modalities I was using. And then that be gentle is, is very critical. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. So one of the things we had talked about before we went live was I said, would you be willing to talk about your hike in Colorado and your own personal I guess, transition. Mm -hmm. um, my son, my oldest son lives in Colorado and we had gone to uh, Estes Park and it was just, just magnificent. So yeah, I'd love to hear that in the audience. 
uh, well, you're telling uh, the group about um, my life changing my probably one of the most, it is the pivotal life changing experience of my life. I was actually very much near Estes Park actually um, in Colorado. And I was a young age, somewhere around 21 or 22 years old. And, um, and I was leading backpacking trips uh, for the whole summer there was my college job and uh, I was leading teenagers and uh, had spent the whole summer living in a sleeping bag, not even at a tent. And um, it was the very last week of the summer when this thing happened to me. Um, and uh, I, it had been raining for a week straight and we were really, really cold and sopping wet and uh, got up this one magical morning and uh, we were sleeping right at tree line which is where the trees end and then there's the bald mountain and yeah. woke up and sat up in your sleeping bag. You're still have your sleeping bag around you. And, and uh, right over the mountain pass came hundreds and hundreds of elk and oh, they just like God. rumbled the, the earth, you know, and they didn't, weren't close to us, but close enough. And the earth rumbled and we just watched them. And that's how the day started. It was so amazing. And, we got up and got ourselves together and ate some food, went over that same pass where the elk had been. And we got over the top of the, the saddle of two mountains and then it came along and then there was this, this ridge that we walked for, I don't know, a couple miles. And there was a panoramic view on both sides. And my partner was at the beginning of the line and I was at the end of the line of, we're just in this line following each other with our backpacks on. And, uh, I just well, I was just walking along and then I don't know what happened. I just left my body. It was unbelievable. I wasn't on any drugs or anything or didn't do drugs. And, right. And it was just like, it, it was not, it was just like that. I mean, and then I was just went boom and I just went everywhere, everywhere that you can see everything that I could see and not see. It was just everywhere in the whole universe. And it was absolutely an unbelievable experience. I remember being a blade of grass, a part of a piece of wood, air molecule, the wind, you know, like way off distant places, you know, and it was all very normal. And uh, it was, I just shake. Yeah, no, I'm getting choked up hearing you talk about it because I can feel it. And um, yeah, I mean, to have those profound moments in it, and again, I've had a similar one myself that I've talked about, but it is one of those moments. It, it just, it changes everything, your entire outlook and your being. And it's just, it, it's so hard to put words to it mm-hmm. um, because it's just not, it's, it's, it's undescribable unless it's been experienced, but yeah, it's beautiful. And so, yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, if I will, that, um, you know, I really feel like my, the book and uh, the research that founds the book was all my journey since that, that day, you know, and um, that my meta question in life then was, you know, you have a life-changing experience and you come home and then what, you know, uh, you know, what do you do with it when you feel so different on the inside and uh, the rest of your life is just marching on. And, and so that's why, you know, I, really 
in retrospect, that's why I dedicated the rest of my life to, to understanding uh, transformation and, and the integration of transformation in particular. But I do think that, or I know that um, my book is kind of like the exclamation point of finalizing that transformation that began uh, 30, almost 30 years ago. That, that it's kind of like that day started me on a 30 year trajectory that eventually birthed this, this book. And it's almost like that experience uh, had within it yes. this, this, the, the, the message of this book. Yeah, and I totally understand that and I get it. And it's, I, I had been down to a writer's workshop uh, through Hay House and I think Mike Dooley, I think he talked about that similar thing that we don't know that the things that are impacting us back here in hindsight, when we get here on our path, that we look back and go, oh, okay, that did that happened for a reason. Like that correlated to what's happening in this moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all very profound. All connected to each other. Oh right, um, right. And that's why when I when I saw the figure eight for the first time, when the co-researchers and I were analyzing and compiling the data, and uh, and we drew the we compiled it all in it it became this image. And when I saw it, I, I knew the literature. And when I saw it, I thought, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to write a book because <laughs> there is, there, this is new knowledge authentically. Like there is nothing in the literature that, that has been able to identify how transformation unfolds in detail. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool. That is very cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to dive in and read it. That's awesome. So how do people, is it available now? Yeah, so uh, it became published January 7th through North Atlantic Books, um, which is uh, part of Penguin Publishing. I'm very proud of both of those. And um, so it can be purchased in any venue online. uh, And I'm real happy that um, they invested in an audio book, too. So the audiobook was published uh, just on March 31st. So you can get, and this wonderful lady, Dominique, uh, did an incredible job doing the, the narration of the book. Uh, and, um, you know, I have a website that has like a quiz that you can take that will help you to determine what phase of transformation you're in, which I should tell you that everyone in the world's in phase three right now. Right. You know, like everyone is so, I still can't believe it. Even if we've okay. looped through once, we're back at three. <laughs> well, well, what's interesting is, is that, is that um, uh, transformation is holonic, it's fractal. So what that means is, is that everyone is in phase three. However, everyone is also in your own individual yeah. Um, uh, transformation trajectory as well. So we're simultaneously in different phases at the same time. There is going to be one phase that is your overwhelming personal phase. So for example, before we started talking on the phone, you told me about how you're having this like major, wonderful life thing happening. Yeah. And, um, and so when you told me that, I was like, "Oh, you're in phase. Um, you're in phase uh, eleven, or pro- you're probably in phase eleven in your life." And then, and then this pandemic hit. So you're you're in phase thir- three because you're experiencing this life, but you're 
your predominant phase of your life is phase 11. So you're actually having this happy moment during this time when right. the world's having this like horrible experience and traumatic and crisis and all these other things. Right. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm having a really good experience right now. Um, and that's because you're in phase 11. Yeah. And so, um, and so that's an important thing to keep in mind. Um, you know, but it just, it's a, it gets complex, right? When you start, okay, I'm in phase three, but I'm also in phase 11. Right. No, but I so get it. I understand like the levels and I love it. I just, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go order it as soon as we, we, we're yeah. done here. Cause I, I just find it also yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank well, you. It, there's, there's, so there's a quiz on my, on my website, which is suzyross.net, N-E-T, um, S-U-Z-Y-R-O-S-S. And uh, so you can take the quiz and then you can go to the page. It'll take you to the page that's all about that phase. And on that page is a video where I take you through lots of artwork that is emblematic of what it feels like to be in that phase. So I just spent a ton of time picking out like just the most perfect images that each, each image can be a thousand words. And then my voice layover, voiceover um, kind of walks you through what it's like to be in that phase. There's a poem about what it's like to be in that phase. There's a little narrative, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that that's there uh, to help people. And um, also then my tools for transformation videos are also like on YouTube, um, Facebook, and on my website and those kinds of things. Um, but my my social media is Susie Ross author. Okay. So if you just do Susie Ross author, you should be able to find most of my work uh, or susieross.net. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. So anything else that you'd like to address along the pandemic self-care um, yeah, arena? Mm -hmm. I think that um, during a life-changing experience, uh, there are three, three points in transformation, three of the phases when we have an interaction with the divine or God or the mystery or consciousness or something beyond you. Yeah. Um, phase three that we're all in in the world is when we get to intermingle with something larger than ourselves. So what do I mean by that is that when you go through a life-changing event, you either expand or you shatter. If you, you expand uh, when you have a positive experience, when you're having a positive life-changing experience and you expand. Um, whereas uh, if you have a trauma, the psyche shatters. Okay, either way, what happens is there's an opening or shattering and guess what? There's an interaction then. What do you open into? What do you shatter into? You're, sh you're opening into something beyond yourself. Yeah. Your soul, God, whatever you wanna say, but it's definitely something that is in a realm that is beyond you. And, in, and so that's the whole world is, is therefore open. We are, yeah. being there, we are being catalyzed. We are being, and then catalyst means to completely loosen. So if we go back to the, the etymology of the word catalyze, it means completely loosen. So we're being loosened, opened, and we have this wonderful time right now to have access 
to knowledge and consciousness that we would not, we don't normally do under normal circumstances. So this is a very special time for you to meditate, to go within, to ask questions of your psyche, of your mind, of God, whatever, because we are at a time where we're, we're closer. And yeah. when this is over, it, it, we have a contraction and a closing. And then where we, there is a barrier then that, that between us and something else. Yeah. Well, now is the time. I just thought, as you said that, I thought about what you were saying about, you know, we're busy, 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 busy. And so, yeah, it is almost as if it's, it's like, hold up. I, I can't connect right now because I've got to go do this and I've got to drive here and I got to go meet my friend for beers. And, and so, yeah, so it becomes, you know, kind of a hold up closing off of that connection. So yeah, I totally, totally envisioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. All right. Well, this has been just absolutely intriguing and wonderful. And I'm, I'm so glad we connected. Uh, it took us a little bit to figure it out. But yeah. uh, thank you for your patience as we tried to figure out why Zoom was not connecting to, to Facebook. And um, But yeah, this has just been wonderful. We so. made it. Yeah, we made it. That's right. Yeah. We made it work. <laughs> Hopefully it works. I don't even know. Maybe it's working right now. Maybe it's not. I guess we'll yeah, find it out says, later. It says we're live on Facebook. Oh, so. it says we're live. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so it's working, and then one way or another, I'll uh, I'll I'll have the video, and I'll pop it over somehow onto the uh, the Healing Place podcast page, and I'll put it out on YouTube and uh, put it out on audio. So yeah, we're, we made it work. Uh huh. Awesome. I'm I'm excited about it. It's, it's like I said before, I've been uh, in my own little cave here forever, and it's fun <laughs> to it's fun to finally talk about it. It's like yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just so glad, yeah, you shared it with us. So thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your wonderful podcasts. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, it's just, you know, you had mentioned earlier about, you know, your work, your life work, and I call this my soul work because it truly is. I have a company that I own and it pays the bills, but this is my, this is my soul calling. And I just feel so blessed to be able to do it and meet such amazing people from across the globe. I mean, here you are, you're coming to me from California and um, yeah, and it's just, it's just such a blessing to me. And it makes my heart happy. Mm, I can tell, I can feel it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening in and remember until next time, be gentle with yourself. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.